Good evening, everyone. What's going on? We're back again with another episode of the South Florida Gamers Podcast, episode 65. I am your host, the Silverback Senpai, and join me across the table is my co-host, none other than Waluigi. Good evening. Long time no see, folks. Well, literally, it's just been since the day. Yeah. Wow. What's good? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. Yes, it has. Yes. And joining us is our guest and none other than the notorious Undergod. Hey how's guys, it, dude, how's it going, my dude? How's it going? <laughs> How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing good. We can't wait to have you know tonight's discussion, tonight's um topics that um we have, and right off the bat, before we get into our topics, I just want to say, how does it feel to be the villain of South Florida? <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't say necessarily like a villain. I would say like it, it's just. You know when you have a little brother and like you just like messing with him? Yeah. Yeah. Um and then you know that eventually he's going to tell your mom on you. Yeah. But then they haven't yet. Yeah. So you're kind of like playing around in that in that little in that little area where you just kind of like messing with them a little bit and then once they tell your mom on you you kind of stuff. So it's kind of like the same with them except I uh, come to notice that they take it way too serious, like everything that's just been going on. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like, uh, it's it's strange, but it's not all of them. It's like a very select group. So it's not really like uh, the whole South Florida that hates me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's completely understandable. So it's just, a, it's just a certain group that either A, doesn't like me or just doesn't want to do anything with me. And that's fine because people can have their preferences. But I just like messing with them the most because it's like they're the main audience. Oh, my God. Let me go later on. I got to talk about it because I've I've had a good laugh looking at your post. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. So in traditional fashion in our podcast, we always ask all of our new guests, you know, what is it that got them into gaming? Like, give us your gaming background story. Like, what got you into video games? Well, um, it started off when when I was a kid. Um, my father used to take me to this. Uh, it's, it was kind of like a blockbuster store. Mm-hmm. So you could rent video games. Um, and he would take me there like every two weeks. And we, we will be renting some video games. He will be renting some movies. So... I remember that one of the games that kind of like sealed the deal for me to start gaming, like taking it seriously, because I was I was playing some games here and there, but it was right. uh, Final Fantasy X. Ah, yeah. classic. That yes. is good choice. That was, uh, what, 2000? So when that game was there, like uh, I immediately just fell in love with the cover art. Mm-hmm. Like the, the front, I was, just, I was just like, what is this about? You know, when I started playing it, I... I never played any rpgs right so i was confused as to how it all worked but like the story kind of like captivated me yeah after that i was just playing video games um all of a sudden uh i i grew up in uh in a poor area what you call uh, barrios so i will go out of my house uh to go to school and then two streets over they will be selling you know like bad stuff yeah so as a way for my parents to keep me from that life, they kind of just bought video games for me and my little brothers and because they all, they all game too, but not as much as me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was a good way of keeping me home because God knows how 
I would have turned out if I was just going to the streets all the time and mm-hmm. just hung out with those people because they were around my same age too, which is the sad thing. Yeah. Uh, so video games just kind of kept me at the house. Uh, so I was just uh, from school to the house, house to school, and then I would be playing uh, video games and that's when I started developing friendships in school throughout video games. Um, I wasn't the most popular, but I wasn't the nerdy guy either because uh, there were some people across both sides that liked video games. So I, I played with both. So I, was, I wasn't super hard bullied, but I wasn't like the guy that everybody knew at school. Yeah. I was just like the guy in the middle, basically. So I, I would just chill with both and then they wouldn't give me any issues because I would either teach them some thing or two about, I don't know, we were playing a Street Fighter back then. Ooh, oh. Yeah. So I wasn't playing anything competitively. All of this is hobbies, by the way. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. So all of this is just um, me just uh, having that hobby at that time, but that really helped me, um, you know, growing up. What would you say is one of your favorite um, consoles of all time? If you could remember any of them off of the top of your head, like give us three and why. Uh, I would say the Nintendo GameCube was my favorite one. Well, my second favorite one, because my favorite one was uh, PlayStation 2. Ooh, that's good. Um, that's when I started like getting into the hang of things with the, like, the video games. And the third one, I would say, like the Nintendo 64. When it came out, it was also very fun because I was I used to play the Nintendo, but I wasn't that much of a fan of the Mario games, like the platforms. Right. But it was when the Nintendo 64 came out that I thought it was revolutionary because like the way the graphics looked. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Thought, yeah, I thought that was like, holy, you know, like I was amazed. You can curse. You can yeah. curse. You can say whatever. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. At that time, 64 it, bits was insane. Yes. Yeah. Still to the same. It's awesome. So I just like started playing those uh, 64, but after Ga- GameCube and PlayStation 2, I would say they're top two. Yeah. Not bad choices. Yeah, not bad. And I think, hold on. Yeah, because on that camera, it shows that there's literally no one here. So let me go ahead and fix this. <coughs> oh, we don't I'm glad we caught that on a little bit early. You just see me on my phone looking like I'm struggling. Yeah, it basically like there's literally no one there. Ah. There we go. We were here this whole time in our hearts. <laughs> Anyways, um, if wow, I'm thinking. So back to um back to the topic I had um so with the 64, the GameCube, and the PS2 being one of your favorite consoles, what are your favorite genres of games? Uh, definitely um, role-playing games. RPGs? Okay. Yes. Ooh. So Final Fantasy is my favorite series ever. Um, Final Fantasy VIII being my favorite game from all the franchise. Um, yeah, so Final, Final Fantasy will be like on, under that category. I like shooters. Mm-hmm. I, I play shooters. Um, it's just that I don't play it as competitively. Because the thing is that with those type of games that you require more than one person, you need a static team. Yeah. Yeah. Because then if someone just can't with this day, then can't go the other day, then it just kind of gets to mess. Yeah, so, it's like you don't. You're it's like you're the one, main one, like carrying the team. Right. So, you don't and, want to be the guy carrying the entire team or whatnot. When you're back and it can get annoying because you're carrying the team and it's just aching. <laughs> 
yeah and then it's just it's just a mess but uh I, but i do like shooters i i played uh call of duty modern warfare like two i think that was my one of my favorite call of duty games ever are you, are you talking about like the Xbox 360 days? Yes. The, <laughs> I always had to insist on that just to make sure. Yeah, that, that was like, you know, the, the Rust. Um, I used to play in PlayStation 2 when it came out. Like, uh -huh. uh, so that was like the classic, classic when everyone will be talking in the internet, like, you know, like the voice chat and it will be uncensored. So, which is kind of like a culture shock as to how yep. it was back then when people were just talking shit uh, throughout, to somebody they don't know. Yeah. And then fast forward to today, you know, it, it, it's just a little bit different as to how the treatment is. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I believe, I believe during that time, I think it was the first time for a lot of people that got into online gaming because if you had a PS2 or even the OG Xbox, there were a very few games that where you were able to play online, like SOCOM for the PlayStation 2, um, Call of Duty, I think Call of Duty 2, if I'm not mistaken, um, the big red one, I think that had online capabilities as well. It was like like the World War like two shooters of Call of Duty that they had. I, I remember, I think Call of Duty 2, you were able to play online. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. Call and, of Duty 2, 3... And then uh, Finest Hour. Yeah, those were the ones I remember um, you were able to play online. But it was very niche at that time, so not yeah. everybody was online. Because yeah. a lot of people had PS2s, but they did not have like, the online capabilities because a lot of people did not know mm -hmm. online at that time. Yeah. Then, next gen, you have PlayStation 3, Xbox yeah. 360. Online gaming is a thing. Of course, on Xbox 360, you had to pay a monthly subscription yeah. or the yearly subscription. But on the PlayStation 3, it was free. Uh. So you had your options on where you wanted to go. But when it came to, like, shooters, it was the Xbox 360 was, like, the king of that. Yeah. It really was. And... And that was before crossplay and all that. Uh, yeah. All, all those uh, yeah. things that you could just be... Playing with people from PC, PlayStation Five, right? Right now you can do that, but back then you couldn't. It like was so it, it was, it was region locked and it was uh, console locked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you even if you wanted to play with someone that was like in another country, you weren't able to because of you know, hey, it's locked to the region, so you, you're not able to play that person unless you hack your console to the point where you can play that person at that time. Right. But remembering Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 back in 2009, it was, yeah, I agree. It was it was chaotic as fuck. Oh my God, I was still in like I remember, school. like I remember having like long conversations with people that you would just meet in like in a game chat and whatnot, and y'all just be there for like hours and still running. Like y'all talk your shit, and then they'll still be there, and then it'll go from talking shit to be like, all right, we're gonna talk about some real shit. Let's talk about life. And it just gets serious. <laughs> there was one time I was playing um, Rust on, you know, like that little map. Yeah. Um, oh, no. So there was somebody there online. I can't, I, I can't forget about it because it still makes me laugh. It's a, obviously, these people don't know your family. Yeah. But he made a joke about my mother so bad that I had to break character. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. That was fucking funny. That like I, that <laughs> made me laugh. So I, I didn't get I didn't get like offended to the point that I was like, oh, like why are you talking about my mom like that? Because I kn knew 100% this person didn't know it. Yeah. But the way that that person joked, 
about it about somebody that they don't know yeah it was so funny to me oh that i just i stopped like you know what because you kind of have like a persona online yeah you have like a different personality and all that shit i had to break character i was like i'm sorry dude, that was fucking funny and i just laughing he laughed too <laughs> and then we just moved on you know yeah there wasn't any hard feelings i'm not yeah. accepted, but it was something that was very funny to me at the time yeah and it's one of those moments in gaming that makes you appreciate like online gaming especially back then because you do have some really good moments that did take place granted yes there are going to be a lot of bad moments and a lot of toxicity yeah. whatnot Always. Whether it's in shooters or whether it's in fighting games, there's going to be toxicity. It's going to exist. And I always say, if you don't want to, you know, listen to them, just eat. You have two options. A, mute them. Or B, leave the lobby, find another lobby. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, it's so easy to ignore people that you don't want to listen to. Yeah. Like, yeah. all you got to do is just, like, ignore them or don't pay attention. But if it's somebody that you don't like, you're you're hoping that what they're saying is something that's like oh that they mean it so they can be that gotcha moment like how oh, i knew that you were always a bad person all along right and when and when in reality you're just like either joking around or just trolling trolls which is something that i put on my um uh twitter uh small circle i i put a status i i put trolling trolls because i wanted to make the people aware in that circle that i was just gonna be messing around yeah. Nobody outside that circle, because that was a that was a recent thing that they put on the on Twitter for the circle. Nobody outside knew that I was just joking all along. Yeah. Except the people that were in there and that saw it. Yeah. That's why yeah. they didn't take it so seriously. Yeah. But then the thing is that they were taking it seriously to the point that they that some people were like scared about being around me in tournaments. I'm like, bro, like, I'm, I should be like, the least person that you should be scared. <laughs> Winning tournaments, because you know it's a, it's strange, but it's I I guess I don't understand them, or I guess I don't understand how you know you can joke around with people. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's just a it's it, just it's a generation. Yeah, I, yeah, I I, I, I agree. A generational and, gap. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's a generational gap, and even I myself, I'm learning about that as well. It's like there's a certain people you just can't joke with, or you just can't, you know, like shoot the shit with or whatnot, because they may take it literally when you're just like, bro, I'm literally just, I'm really not, not, not that serious. Like, and then when you have to explain that you're kidding, it kind of defeats the purpose. Exactly. So people are saying, oh, you're doubling down, you're tripling down. No, you should, I'm just keeping the joke going. Because yeah. they keep falling for it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, joking with your own joke. Yeah, it's easy bait when people are getting mad for something that you knew and people knew that you don't mean. Because I have people ask me outside, outside Twitter, hey, Edgar, do you really mean all that shit that you're saying on Twitter? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'm just messing around. Yeah. It's just that they take it so seriously that they think I'm, you know, because on Twitter you can't, you know, um, there's something that you put like a line and say J. Or line and says serious, like either you're either like like JK or whatnot. Yeah. yeah so so if you, or LOL. Yeah. If people don't see that you're putting the, that on your text on Twitter or whatever, that is not a conversation. They would immediately think that you're being serious. Yeah. It, it's a poor assumption. So you said, what? Why would? Why do I need to let you know that I'm joking when the what is it? The absurdity of it should be a joke by itself. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like what I'm trying to like get at with people, yeah, but it's, it's like, hard. If they don't personally know you. But they don't. That's the thing. They, they, I have some people say that they, 
they know me more about myself than my, than me. That's and sad. they they make like those conclusions. It's like well, there's like two people in this whole SFL community that really know me, and it's none of the people that are talking shit on Twitter. So how is it that they know about me more than I know about myself? Or you know, yeah. Is it if I make some jokes about oh you're a loser you need to you know get out of your mom's house or whatever? It's a joke. You could take it seriously, and if the shoe fits, that's your problem. You exactly. Know? Just like yeah. if I'm not directing it at you or if I'm not adding you or being extremely descriptive about who it is that I'm talking about, then it's just like, yo, if the shoe fits, wear it. I just, I just threw it out there. Yeah, I just throw it out there, and, and it's just and like... People started getting offended, so if you were getting offended, you know, they were saying, oh, oh you're subtweeting. God, that was the funniest thing. Yeah. I'm literally walking my dog, and I'm seeing your videos, and I'm cracking up. Yeah, I'm like, somebody's going to fall for this. Of course. And I started counting. <laughs> there, there were people that were looking for a reason to publicly be against me. And they were saying, oh, I knew that Underguard was always like this. I knew like, that he was always a bad person. And I'm like, you know. I was telling uh, one of the people from uh, from one of the uh, the locals that I go to. It's like, this is a good way for me to weed people out. In the sense that I will know who I can count on and know who I can't count on. Yeah, because the ones that remain neutral, they didn't do anything. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, because that yeah. means that they are either confused about the situation, don't know enough about the situation, or just don't care. Yeah, they don't want to. They, they don't want to be involved. Which for be me, like, it's you know, great. Yeah, yeah. Me it's great. Yeah, there's the other side that supports me, but doesn't want to be public about it because like they don't want to be, you know, associated with what I say. And there's the people that are against. And those people made it clear that they were. So for me, it's good because it makes me actually see the people that don't like me for X or Y reason. Because why won't you like me other than the fact that I've improved in my game? You know what I mean? Because I haven't given you a personal reason for you not to like me except the fact that we both came at the community around the same time. Mm-hmm. And I just put in more time and effort in the game, and I started improving. So it's because you talk shit and you make us feel bad. That's why. Oh man, entertainment at its finest. If people get on their fifis, then I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, just to be off topic, uh, what got you into Smash, anyways? Uh, yeah. I actually, I'm played, actually curious. I actually played um, Smash since the '64. Oh. But it wasn't uh, competitively. Nothing up until. Ultimate was competitive. Okay. So I kind of knew like the whole structure of the game. So it's a platform fighter with, you know, like if you fall, you die, or if they launch you, you die. I kind of knew that, but I didn't know about frames. I didn't know about the the nuance thing about the game. Yeah. Up until Ultimate. So uh, I used to play in the 3DS. I used to play. Um, the Wii U or, version or? Yeah. So uh. all those I used to play, but I was just playing with my friends, you know, that. I think it was four, the one that you could play up with up to eight people. Yeah. Yes. So we were just messing around with that. So uh, I would play it. I would know the characters, but I wouldn't like be intimate with them as I am in this game. So with Ultimate, when it came out, um, there were some locals that were uh, being held in South Florida. I was just fresh coming from Puerto Rico. I was here for, I came here in 2017. Oh, wow. Uh, That was the year that Irma and Maria hit. Yes, the hurricane. I remember that. Yeah, so uh, 2018 was when the game came out, Smash, and I wasn't like I was working here, but I wasn't like I didn't know people in my circle and like the people that I know now. Yeah, through Smash. 
So I kind of went, started going to locals. I started meeting some players, um, started playing. And, and then one day they kind of just uh, invite me to Versus, uh, which is what uh, used to, there, there was a pre-pandemic local mm-hmm. that was going on uh, in South Florida. So I went with Isabel, which was my first character that I played competitively. Interesting. And I, and I got like 17th out of like 90-something people. Holy smokes. Yeah, Damn. my first time. Um, and then I started using Yoshi, which is who I stuck with up until 2020. That's when Sephiroth came out on December uh, during the video game awards. Yeah, I remember that. And people were going crazy oh during gosh. that announcement. Yes, I, I was, it was super unexpected, you know, because uh, sometimes you kind of have an idea yeah. of a character that's coming out. Because sometimes the hackers either leak it or like something happens that you kind of know. Yeah, but nobody expected Sephiroth. Nobody expected Sephiroth. Like when when I heard the song, I was in the bathroom. I started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, that's not that, that does sound normal actually. Yes, yeah. because I was like, I was watching the video game. I was like, it's probably gonna be some freaking Fire Emblem character, or like some, yeah, some shit like they're always doing. They have like twenty of those characters there, and but it ended up being Sephiroth, and they they included the the fight scene with Cloud, which made it even more hype. Oh, I think yeah. that's the I think that's the best uh, game uh, tr- uh, character reveal of the whole Smash series, and I think it's bar none because uh, a lot of people agree they don't like Sephra, but they know that that was like the best. The best reveal. Yeah. They definitely paid a lot of homage to Seven. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it was just amazing. So after that, I started kind of taking the the game more seriously again because I was about to quit on 2020 because I was I was having fun with Yoshi, but it wasn't really that much. Mm-hmm. But then he came out and it just kind of like revived my whole spirit for the game. I was like, I don't care. This character sucks. I'm going to make it through it. And I did. And, you know, I've been improving with that character. Good stuff. Yeah. So it's one of my, it's my favorite character in the game. I just wish he was a little bit more heavier. Because that will really be the best out of everything. Because he, he, he's a good character. It's just the fact that he lacks boxing tools and dies very early. So um, everything else is great. Um, it's a little slow on the frame data, but everything else is very good. You have a thing that you do with Sephiroth where if the person is at last stock, you kind of just upbeat them off stage. Yeah, the underdog. <laughs> like, like that is like your thing. Like, what made you come up with that? The thing is that I, I, I haven't seen. I've seen other people. I've seen other pe- other players use Sephiroth, and they do it like rarely or like they don't do it at all because they may think it's too risky yeah but i don't think it's risky because sometimes uh if they burn their jump yeah and they're about to recover you i know the angle that they're gonna recover from there's no way that they will like glitch the game and come at, at a different angle so i already know what angle they're going i want to go for the disrespect and i go for it what's a good match i can look at I'm literally looking this up, see if I can find it. Oh shit! Uh, you would have to go on his Twitter and look through his, like his medias or whatnot, oh, because shit, usually, right. usually you'll see the clip and whatnot, and it's like, oh shit, that might be more efficient. I am so sorry. Yeah, yeah they, they, it's uh, it's fun to do it because um, it's a it's a risky move. Sometimes I miss it. It's not like I always hit it, but like the the rate that I have for making it, it's uh, more than makes up for it. It kind of it, it got to the point that it was cliche because I right. was hitting it so much that people were like, "Oh, he's gonna do it again." <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just the thing that I do with a character, just uh, just to finish it. 
Right, right. So what are your thoughts? Because um, I know not last Saturday, but Saturday prior, there was a major that happened here in uh, Miami called Let's Make Moves Miami. What was your experience at that um, <coughs> major from I, start to finish? I had a lot of fun on that tournament. Um, on Friday, um, I went there Friday because I had squat strikes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I arrived um that uh, I think it was the I forgot the name of the hotel, but the thing is that they had this entrance that was um, that was under construction. Right. And I didn't know it was under construction, so I got my car down there. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it wasn't until I saw that there were like a lot of like construction things that I realized, oh shit, I'm I'm not supposed to be here. It, they just left the gate open. So I I come uh, I find a guy, I tell him, hey, where can I get the parking? Because uh, I wasn't very sure about how, where to get the parking. He told me to just go to the front. The, the concierge will receive me and they will tell me. They told me it was across the street. I was like, okay. So I paid $7 for the parking, which wasn't bad. Um, and then I realized like, later on the evening that they were towing people because... They, yeah, I heard about that. They, that were, they, weren't parking, they weren't parking where they were supposed to. Uh, they, they were parking like on shopping malls and on parkimeters and all that stuff. And I don't know. I wish they were a little bit more clear on that or yeah. on parking because uh, it's Miami. It's uh, it's always moving. It's always like yeah. And cool. you park in the wrong <laughs> spot, they are quick to tow your car. Yeah, they towed yep. it. I think it was like two hundred and ten dollars for. Oh my god! And some people didn't have either. Also, a slip. Some people didn't have the money for it. And, oh my god! And they had to do like a little fundraiser. Because yeah. so it's like awkward. it's like imagine you're like a, a smash player on your first major. Uh-huh. And you you go and you're not clear on the instructions where to park. You park on the wrong side. You don't have any money in your pocket, and then they charge you two hundred bucks. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel like shit. Yeah. So yep. yeah, the the error could use a little bit more work. But after you were inside the venue, it was pretty nice. Um, the people w- there were nice. Uh, talking about like the holes and and all that. It was it it ran pretty well. It was a little cramped for my taste. There were like 400 and something people in that tournament. Oh, smokes. And it was on the room, but the room was a little bit smaller than the ballroom. So there were times that you had to like go, you know. Like shimmy around? Yeah, around people. Oh, and that's a nightmare. Yeah, it wasn't until it started like clearing out that it was like you could move around and stuff like that. Um, there were a lot of South Florida players that were there, so you could always hear the chance for South Florida. Uh, there were like people from other uh, other regions, other other states, um, and I didn't hear that much of complaints. Honestly, like you know, yeah, I didn't people, see. I didn't see. You know how people always complain on Twitter? Yeah, really? yeah. So it was kind of like surprising that they weren't complaining as much. I saw maybe one or two that they were complaining about the people making noises, but that's how you. That's what happens at every major. Yeah. Even if if it's yeah, it's admittedly it's a little close. Mm-hmm. I saw that um, when there were some very good matches happening, they were, they were all cluttered, uh, like the area. Yeah. So there was no way that you could see, because like, it it was just too crowded, and I I feel that that made um, some of the players get nervous, because uh, if you were the persons that was shared against, like you probably had this in your head, like all the time they're sharing against me, sharing against me. But, you know, it, it's just the name of the game. People need to bring, like, those noise-canceling headphones. Headphones, yeah. yeah. Tournament so, nerves always happens to everybody. Yeah. yeah. So they're, you know. But, like, I didn't see that much complaints. So, so the last day, 
um, when I was there, um, I was playing Chunky for a little bit, and then I left, and that was pretty much it, because uh, I stayed there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but Sunday I left like at 10, 10.30 a.m., because um, I was just one match away from um, going to top 65. Oh, so. mm. uh, top 64 to play on the last day, but I was just one match away. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's not, that's tough. That's fine, because um, it was fun, like an overall fun event. Um, yeah. You would recommend to go next year? I would say so, yes. But they need to uh, do better with the, the uh, parking. The parking, yeah. The parking advertisement, they need to let people know. Yeah. Because I feel like they, they would have, uh, some people would actually save money if. Yeah. Yep. Because when it comes to Miami, it's like you got to be real specific when it comes to parking. Like, let that be known on your start DG. Let that be known on social media. Be like, hey, if you're going to park anywhere, park here, show the picture, let people see exactly where to park so that way they have an idea of, okay, I need to park there because I don't want to park anywhere else to, you know, get the possibility of getting my car towed and then they're going to charge me like $200 plus right. to get my car out. And that yeah. prize money would be feeling like gold at that point. <laughs> oh, man. You work for your uh, tow, which would be so awkward, actually. You have to do a lot of money matches to get, make that money. Imagine. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like one guy we know. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> All right. Um, one of our next topics is um, what are your thoughts on the – what it was? Uh, your thoughts on the current generation of Smash. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> You mean like uh, skill-wise, uh, generally? I'd say generally. 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 Okay. Um, I believe, because I've, I've been in the community just for Smash Ultimate since it came out mm -hmm. up until now. Like, I've been playing. I can tell for certainty, just my opinion, that the current generation is actually stronger than the previous one. Because, yes, on the previous one, you had, like, top players. But, like, everyone, like there was a huge gap between those players into, like, the shitters. Yeah. Like, right now, you have the top players. You got some people that could upset the top players. You got, like, the people in, like, the middle that they're not very consistent, but they could still take out a game uh, set up to, like, sometimes. And then you will have the shitters. So that, that, was, that division wasn't there before, at least in my opinion. Um, I believe that, um, what is it? Uh, I believe that when, when that happened, um, and I saw that the generation was actually getting stronger, I, I thought that was cool. But the other part is that I think that they're too sensitive, like, but it, it's mostly made of kids, but I will say even the adults are sensitive. So that kind of caught me as a surprise. Yeah, because you will be, you will think that the kids will be like a little bit more like you know whiny and complaining, whiny and but complaining, yeah. but it's actually adults as well. Yeah, yeah, which is what kind of like gets me. It, it it throws me off as well. Like we said earlier, it's a generational gap. Yeah, and this it, it's just strange. But I will say, like skill wise, there I will say this generation is better. Okay, we got a question from Gamers Heaven South Florida. Shout out to y'all. Oh, um, if you can make one last patch, what would you do? I got an answer for that. Yeah, it will have to be a fighters, um, uh, a fighters pass to um, patch like as a whole. I would say because like 
with the other characters, they're they're fine. I would say like they're not as broken as this Fighter Pass two. Um, Kasuya and Steve definitely need, need a couple of like realistic nerfs. Like you don't want to invalidate the characters, but you don't want to make it as so that their advantage can just take a stock just because you messed up once. Yeah, you know, so they they could give you at least a, a little wiggle room for for the person to either get the ad out or like for 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 a nerf or of an attack because I think minecart from Steve is broken and I think electric gospel from Castle is also broken like it's just two moves that don't make sense um so yeah I would do like the patch just exclusive for fighter pass 2 so that they could balance out those characters and like just ha be have them to be meta prevalent but not have them be meta dominant because yeah. they kind of just made made fighter pass 2 and then just kind of like call it a day Min Min also needs... That's what it looked like. Yeah, so it's kind of call it a day. So I would just have that patch over to them because they released Sora and I don't think they, they released uh, any any more patches. Maybe I, I think it was after one. Sora, they just said goodbye. Yeah, so... They just like literally just went peace out. Yeah, and they just <laughs> left. Yep. <laughs> I would say for me, if for a last patch for Smash, I would introduce rollback netcode. Ooh, you're saying blasphemy right now, brother. I would roll back <laughs> netcode. That's like five. Because five I'm games. just like, <laughs> if that, that's the one thing I feel like is holding a good amount of players that play Smash, especially on a competitive level. Yeah. Because I've heard the complaints about Wi-Fi. And oh trust me when I say this, I've played Smash on Wi-Fi before. Even though I have the little, you know, the little USB thing where you hook it up to Ethernet, it's dog shit. That's it, it's sad. like it, you're, it, it, you're it, fighting the Wi-Fi more than some other players. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it is dog shit. But since rollback is rollback netcode is starting to become a norm, I would introduce it to Smash Ultimate. Why not? Because it's not too late. Yeah, it's not too late. Granted, it may. I think to me, it can it can be done. <clears throat> like especially if you let people mod smash especially online smash in a way to where they can try to implement that implement it in test it out and then test it out in other regions to see how good the netcode is it can be done doesn't Nintendo frown upon that what's up mods yeah but we, we, <laughs> we, we don't care people uh, mod their switch all the time they don't at, at this they, point, they don't I wouldn't either like you give them rollback. You give the Smash community rollback netcode for their game. I'm it's telling you right really now, increase. it 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 will it, it'll increase definitely by tenfold. And now you'll start to see players that you've never even heard of, and they're just like godlike online. And then when you see them in person at a major and you play against them, like, oh, okay, this person is legit, because yeah. there are people that yeah, they're good on online, but when you play them in person, it's just like, huh. The difference. Yeah, because uh, they, they got used to like Wi-Fi lag to like make some of their combos work. Yeah, it's like the Wi-Fi is working for you, not against you, but it's working against the person that you're fighting against. So now that person has to fight two things, you and the damn netcode. But I would say robot netcode for Smash Ultimate. Make that happen. It is input delay. That makes sense. Yeah, that input delay just sucks. Yeah, it's Fucking a, put delay. Yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> atrocious. I sound like AJ now. Jesus. <laughs> it's atrocious. But um, Wally, what about you? What would your last patch patch be for I, Smash I have not much since I'm not a Smash player, but uh, buff King K. Rule. <laughs> I just feel like triggering somebody. <laughs> I've got a couple good buffs. Like, I don't know who, but I feel like someone's going to get triggered. <laughs> that or Bowser. 
Nah, Bowser's too heavy. He, I'm joking. He's he's heavy. He's already strong or whatnot. So maybe I, lose a couple pounds. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Smash player. <laughs> I would say for the current my my thoughts on the current generation of Smash, it's it's good and player wise, I feel like the player base wise, like me coming into it and just like learning about it is like there's there's still a lot of growing up to do right. in the community nice. like there's a lot of growing up to do in this community granted when the pandemic happened and i'm sure you you already know about the whole all the allegations of people you know being outed for smashgate was that the name of it no wrong case wrong situation but do, if you remember that time, you're saying when they were canceling people. Yeah, Smashgate. That's what it was called. Oh, okay, Smashgate. Yeah. Smashgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people in the Smash community were getting outed, being canceled. Not one. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens again, because no, I think, and that's something that I also forgot to mention. Um, I see this Smash community in general more of a social club yeah. than I see it as a competitive scene. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again, given the fact that they like drama. They yeah. Like, they like... Uh, controversy. Yeah, they like controversy and, and shit like that. So, because otherwise, what it, what else is there? Just get good at the game, but that's not enough. So some of the people, the shitters, I would say, it's mostly the shitters and the or orbiters. The orbiters are the people that are not in the community anymore. They're not active in playing, but they're still around Twitter. Yeah. So, like, those people, like, they like drama and stuff like that. So, they'll kind because of... Because it's the one thing that's keeping them relevant. Yeah. Granted, like, they don't play the game competitively. And they're not in the competitive scene anymore, but they're still around in the community and whatnot, still, you know, giving their advice and, their, you know, their two cents, which, fine, okay, but it's just like... If it's not going to better the competitive scene to the point where it's less about drama, it's less drama, but more about in just the competitive nature of Smash and, of course, in the community as well, then that's all they're going to you know, keep doing. Yeah, it's just and it's just a vicious circle because it's just going to happen again. Like, take my word for it, quote me. Uh, I'm never gonna Jeffrey Epstein myself, by the way. Just in case, I, <laughs> just in case I'm, I'm right about this, just make sure to know that this is something that's gonna happen again because this is just bound for drama. Like it, the people don't want to improve their game. What they want to do is just hang out. Yeah, yeah. So by then, just wanting to hang out, it's like, how is the game out for like four years mm -hmm. and people are still shit? Yes, yeah. either. They don't want to improve, or they're just there to hang out. It's yeah. just casual gaming, which is completely fine. I'm not. I'm not against it. I don't have any problems with it. But to call yourself a competitor is kind of like an insult to the people that actually compete and make this like a super grind. Yeah, agreed. Because like there are those are real competitors. They're like flying out all the time. They're like competing. They're always getting better. You. You, you played them one time and that uh, you were able to like do a good game but then like a couple of months later they're just shitting on you like those are people that are like completely serious about the game yeah yeah other people just don't take the game seriously and all they want to do is just hang out and uh, yeah that's fine it's just that they they just need to understand that when it comes to like competing you want to take it seriously you want to take it seriously you want you want to at least show that okay if i've been playing this game for x amount of years like hell four years like the game came out in 2018 yeah. Yeah. it's like what have you been doing during that time frame 
and have you been progressing? Have you been getting good? Have you, when you go to um, majors, are you making top 24, top 16? Like those are, you know, like general questions that you would, you, you would ask yourself or you would ask any player mm -hmm. that's been playing uh, the same game for a, a very certain amount of time. Granted, I understand with some of the younger players, you know, that came in, yeah, they don't have the finances or the resources to go to all these um, locals or majors or whatnot. Oh they, get, oh, they get nervous when they're at the big tournament. Yeah. It's their first experience, mm -hmm. so it's yeah. understandable that they're going to yeah. be getting like that. But for the adults that have been traveling around and whatnot it's like why are you still then, then at now, the same now we're level. gonna get called the the oh we're the anti-fun police or some shit like that i can already <laughs> see it coming they're gonna they're, <laughs> they're, they're gonna twist it in some up way five, up of five bucks they're gonna <laughs> twist it in some way that it's gonna make it seem that that we don't know what we're talking about we're just like three people on mics and it's just gonna start some shit again and they're gonna spin it out of proportion which is what they do they they like the drama that comes with it but the facts and things that are actually with the game like hey you're not improving like you're just staying there for hang out it, it's actually some players that like take this game seriously think it's a waste of time to play with these people because the, yeah what, what are you going to learn from this person they're always doing the same combos they're always like either rolling in or like doing some stupid shit. and you know their habits yeah and then like when when you see someone playing just like this and they're still beating the other person. The other person is like try harding all that, and they're doing this. It's because they already know how they're gonna play. Like, yeah. It, it, it's just telegraph at this point. Yeah. So it's like unless you can see that you're playing this person and like to make this per person's time worth it, then you're just wasting their time. And it, it, and some people are too nice to like just keep playing this person for hours. Yeah. Because they they they're afraid of like being mean to them and being like yeah. hey listen i don't want to play you anymore i think this you know they'll make up some sort of excuse to go but like they, they will literally be there trying to like play this person for hours and they will be like back to square one because they they left that hour invested into just it just went into nothing yeah and i remember i think um weeks weeks back i think early october or maybe late september i remember um asking a question on twitter about um when um and and this was you know of course directed to you know mostly of course it was a general question directed to everyone but it was mostly towards um the smash community especially the ones here in south florida and i asked the question of what is more important is it what's more important um winning and placing high or improving mm -hmm. and you could kind of see in the community, like for as long as I've been in it, granted, I'm still new to, to everything about it. Yeah. I can see like who's in it to improve their game and who's just in it just to place high and get the, you know, place high and just, you know, win, win a local or whatnot. Get the bread. Yeah. Just get the bread and that's it. All right. GG's I'm out. Let me get the you know prize money. I'm out. Deuces. It, it's happening. And instead of just caring about improving your um, improving your game, not making bad habits, because I can tell you so I can for the, from the times that I've been either sitting here or sitting or standing over there watching the stream, I can see players making the same bad habits over and over yeah. and over again. I don't know Smash. I don't know the game competitively enough, but when I start seeing 
bad habits. Like you, you're starting to do the same thing over and over again. And, and you could just pick it up easily. And I, I could pick it up easily. It's like you're becoming predictable. Yeah. You're not mixing up your options. You're not conditioning your opponent to play, you know, have them play towards you instead of you're playing towards them. Like have them play like play your game instead of you're playing their game to the point where now they keep, you know, taking a stock from you. And I always see it where let's just say um the um I have the thought Let's just say that um, they end up almost getting three stocked or whatnot. Like they lost two of their stocks early in the game and now they're in panic mode. That's where you start seeing a lot of mistakes happen or whatnot and they get frustrated because it's just like, especially if you're playing on stream and I'm just like, you got to take a breather, like relax. Don't go rushing in. Like you lose a stock. Don't just rush right back in and try to, you know, go and run and take their stock or whatnot. Like, yeah, because that's when they get reversal. Yeah. I've seen it happen so often, and I'm just like, and it's not even the people that go 0 and 2. It's usually the people that win locals. I'm starting to see y'all making bad habits. Mm -hmm. I don't even play the game, but I start seeing the bad habits. It's just like, you're becoming so predictable. Like, stop doing this. Yeah. And it's like, y'all need to care about improving your game rather than winning it. Because if you improve your game and you stop making these bad habits, you're going to win naturally. And then when you go to majors or regionals, you're going to do well because now you're not making the same bad habits as you were doing. You're learning how to condition people to play on your terms instead of on their terms. And then you'll end up winning the game. Right. Yeah, if I do have something to say, like, when it comes to the FGC or in general, process how you get hit or what you do and so forth. I think someone, uh, Flynn's Gaming Marvello, actually said this to Butters. And then it reflected to me. Like, I learned how to practice my mistakes and see what I can do to advance forward. Literally, it's all about practicing, seeing how you can interact. And even though I don't do this much myself, and I will openly admit this on podcasts, lab experiment see what you can do about your situations but that's the thing when it comes to smash ultimate is that i don't think they have a lot of labbing options compared to um like a game like guilty gear strive oh, to where yeah. they can't um it was it was something that herb said um um labbing interactions yeah like if smash players had a very robust training mode where they can yeah. lab certain interactions against um other characters <clears throat> They would be far more, they would be much better yeah. in the long run. This reminds me of something. Which is why, which is why um, it's best to, when you're playing friendlies with people or whatnot, don't just do it in a, in a case of just, you know, bullshitting, just passing time or whatnot. Lab yeah. some, I lab process. Yeah, like lab some interactions, see what you can do, experiment what you can and can't do. And play against different people of all different skill levels, whether the person goes 0 and 2 or they're, you know, PR. Like, play anybody. Like, yeah. open yourself up to just everybody so that way they can learn from you, you can learn from them. Right. Yeah, so with that, it's just that. And, and like, the confidence that you have with, like, certain people when you're playing with them. Like, for example, I have, like, two buddies that will be talking shit to each other about our game. Right. Like, mid-match. And that's a good way to also improve because it's like, why the fuck are you spot dodging right right here? You know, like, what, why are you mashing spot dodge? You know, and then you will you would uh, watch it for next time because it's one of their bad habits, and then you will punish it for the stock, and then you you Ooh. say some shit like, oh, 
I told you to stop fucking spot dodging. You know, like, <laughs> so, so it's kind of something that it, it will be ingrained in their heads uh, if you do it that way. But um, if, you, if you're just playing and then you're just like passing time and stuff like that and then you're not constantly giving each other feedback, then it's, it, I, I don't think it will be as much fruitful as it would as it would if you're actually like just communicating with a person. It doesn't have to be like super yeah. technical. It can yeah. just be like just it's talking a, shit. It's you a muscle memory. It it's a muscle memory to be in development. Or at least uh, an idea being formed, a plan, a contingency. And that's one way to figure out your own situations. Yeah, and that's a, you know, it's, it's a great way for you to improve and just, you know, go forward with that, honestly. Because when I say y'all smash players, especially ones here in South Florida, <laughs> y'all have a lot of bad habits. Y'all got a lot of bad habits that y'all need to stop doing. I if you're love, wondering I love why, because so it's just like, if you're wondering why you're losing to a player that's a much lower seat than you, it's because you're doing bad habits. If you don't want that to happen, then stop doing bad habits. Because guess what? That person that's below you in seating, either whether and you're way up there and they're way at the bottom, and then they end up taking a game from you, and you'll be like, I shouldn't have not lost to this person. Or whatnot. Why the hell did I lose to this person? And now you're tilted. It's just because they see your bad habits. They took advantage of your bad habits, and that's how they won. Some people get tilted after losing game one, and yeah. so they lose the game two, even though they're the better player. They, they lose of themselves before they lose the next match. It's yeah. A, it's an unfortunate psych thing that happens. Yeah, and I don't want to, I do not want to out any player. Eh. I don't want, I don't want to do that. I don't want to out any player, but th this player, I've interacted with this player, you know, quite, uh, quite, quite some time on, you know, on an occasional basis or whatnot. And I would always say, breathe, relax. Like, take a deep breath. Do not rush. Just take your time because you have, what, seven, eight minutes in the game? Yeah, that's something I also realized. You have a lot. The game lasts a while. Yeah. It's Holy not like shit. this uh, Guilty Gear, just like, what, 99 seconds? Yeah. yeah. And two, less than two or three rounds. Yeah. Like Quick and painless. Like, take your time. Don't rush into it or whatnot. Find ways to, you know, readjust, calm yourself down, and then come back into the situation, come back into the match and be like, all right, let me take a breather and just, all right, let me make sure that I don't repeat the same mistakes again because when you rush right back into it, you're going to keep making the same mistakes over and, and over it again. It gets heavier sometimes and it just feels like anxiety is kicking in when you don't really have to have it. Yeah, and, and, even, and even if you have to, like, you know, stand up and just, be, like, take a deep breath, be like... Like do that, like before you go before you go into your next match. Like do that, like okay, game one is done. You're about to go into game two. Take it, you know, stand up, take a deep breath, stretch, and be like, okay, and go right back into it. I, pro I probably you'll end up doing a lot better. Yeah, and also with gamers, I always yell at my own teammates to do this, but drink water, hydrate, because some people get sweaty and they don't even realize it. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you just get a dry mouth, and you're thinking about the dry mouth more than your own mix. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Because <laughs> I, too, am one of those people. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can drop your combos because you're doing with your mouth. And you just, yeah, you're distracting you just drop a yourself. Combo. I'm literally in the middle match. I'm like, damn, I'm hungry. And then I see, see my own demise. I'm like, 
eh, food better be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those people that get angry. Yeah, <laughs> like when when you're going to your local, your next match, like make sure you're you know you're well hydrated. You get some food in your system, and you're you're ready to rock and roll. You're warmed up. You're you're, you're ready to go. And you know, for better or for worse, whether you win or lose, learn from the experience. Always. Like you don't. It's like you don't lose. You just it's either you win or you learn. Mm-hmm. Like that's the mindset. Lots of players in in our South Florida community need to adopt. It's Always. you win or you learn. And don't think that because you're not winning, you're not learning. You're just that you're not choosing to learn. Yeah, I You think want to win so badly because you're equating winning as improving. Yes, but at the same time, if you look at your replay, like if you're playing on stream and you're not learning from your loss, then it's just like you're not learning at all. Yeah, you're choosing to lose. Yeah, I think I'm one of those not to like boost my ego. I'm one of those living examples that learn. <laughs> yeah, just like learn to accept your losses and just look at the VODs. Let's see what you did wrong and let's see what you did right. If you did something right, cool. If you did something wrong, all right, let's work on that. Honestly, it's very pride depraving sometimes for some people. Like they get really angry and such. You're like, I don't want to look at this video. Sometimes you just have to suck it up and watch it, honestly. Yeah. You have to reflect. Self-reflection is very important and goes for everything. Yeah. But especially your gaming and to continue that next level, do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're going to be, if you want to be competitive, you want to get to that next level, you have to have that competitive mindset of just, I either win or I learn. I don't believe in losing. I know I'm going to lose, but if I lose, I need to learn why did I lose. Yeah, it's good you, to have that like mental self And you don't take it personally. That's the key thing. Do not take it personally. That's the thing. They, people take it personally. Like they, they don't improve. For example, when I say that people think of Smash as a social club, some people are going to get triggered. Yeah. Inevitably. Because they'll be like, oh, but I'm here. I still go to tournaments every week. You're, you're discouraging the players, blah, blah, blah. No, but like if you want to come and compete, the idea is for you to improve. Four years of not improving or four years of staying stagnant is worrisome. Yeah, it is. For you to call yourself a competitor and just, you know, to just remain there. I'm not saying you have to win a major. No. Not at all. But at all. It, it, your improvement is measured by the people that you beat. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Once you're beating people that used to shit on you before, that's a, and not just once. And I'm talking about like consistently. Yeah then that's how you can see, okay, so at, at least my game improved, I'm making fewer mistakes, and I'm winning more. Um, when that's not what you want to do, and what you want to do is just hang out with people, you don't care how you do in bracket. Yeah. Even though you say you do care how you do, but in reality, you just never hang out and pass time with people. Yeah. Just, like I said. I yeah, it's, it's fine. It's completely fine, but don't, don't conflate the two. Like, you either yeah. here to compete or you're here to hang. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it, it's just that when you come to compete, you gotta know that you always gotta be in the search for improvement. Yeah, you have to have that. You have to have a very sharp mindset going in. That all right, I'm here to compete. I'm here to you know do something. I'm here to you know really do you know give your competitive best. Like you want to give give it your all, give it your best, improve yourself that you're able to go up against people that are much better than you. Yeah, yeah. and you know give them even. Th- 
you know people that are much better than you a hard time fighting they have a hard time fighting against you they have a hard time trying to figure you out you want to get to that kind of level to where it's like okay I can't underestimate you I did in the beginning because I'm thinking uh, okay I can easily just you know you know get game one game two done all right cool now just like shit this person is going to game three with me it's like, what or this person is going to game five with me this person's resetting a bracket on me shit Bro, I'm a living example. <laughs> Don't get me started <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> but it's just like those moments that make the competitive scene all that much fun. Yeah, yeah, literally. absolutely. Literally. Because it's not always the same people winning all the time. Yeah. Because when you have that, um, some regions on Smash, you always know on what um, regions and what states the person is always winning. That just means that there's no competition there. Yeah. That person is like dominating that whole scene, and there's yeah. one that may be getting close, but is always losing. And then between the two of them, they just kind of screw the rest of the scene. It's not he here, you change almost like uh, every two weeks, every three weeks, there's like different people winning yeah. mm -hmm. tournaments. So, which makes it even more fun to actually watch than just watching that very old same person win. Yeah. Granted, at times I do get, I do get the, the complaint of, I am tired of seeing. I'm not. I'm just throwing examples out here. I am not calling anyone <laughs> out. Like they're tired of seeing Chunky go up against Dominator. They're tired of seeing. I mean, those are the two that are doing the best right now. You know, when it comes to like. You're not. You're not tired wrong. of Chunky going up against um Apple. They're they're they're, they're tired of seeing that. But it's just like, you can you can get up there if you apply yourself. Just do something about it. Yeah. You can get up there if you're tired of if you're tired of seeing the same people win locals each and every week. Do something about it. You get up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's but what I But it goes myself. back to, you know, what you said earlier. It's either you're here to hang out and have fun or you're here to compete. Both are completely acceptable. Nothing wrong with neither of them. But it's just the end result. What end result that you want. Because if you're just here to hang out and have fun, then, of course, you're going to always see the two most competitive people at the very top. Always. Right. And you can't complain that you didn't do as well as you hoped if you're coming here primarily to have fun. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you got to remember that there's people that are here to compete and here to take names and here to, like, improve. Mm -hmm. So if you're coming here to have fun, like, you can't, and then you get, like, a bad result, you can't be mad at anyone. Not at all. Yeah. And the, the thing is that they want to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they want to have like everything at the same time and just do great at tournaments. It's just, just the, how it works. You gotta like sacrifice something to like obtain the other. Yeah. Like you sacrifice fun. Yeah. But you're competing and you're more, more focused on competing. So I think that's just how I view it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I may be wrong. I might, I don't know. People are just strange in this times. It's a very, like, subjective statement. Yeah. It's, it's like art, literally. Yeah. And, you know, with, you know, when it comes to, like, competitive games, like fighting games or whatnot and, and games like Smash, like, it's always very interesting and unique when you look at it because you can see where you can see the competitive nature in it. And, of course, you'll also see the social aspect of it. And both are, you know, both are really good, but... If you really want to take it to that next level or whatnot, then it's just like you have to change your mindset and then start applying yourself to get to that level. It's not going to be easy. You are going to take a lot of losses, but the people who are at the top, you could ask them. 
How many losers did it take for you to get to where you were at? How much hours did you put in to get to where you're at? And they'll tell you they put in a lot of time and a lot of work. Or some of them are just flat out gifted. Mm. Flat out gifted. Yeah. They just know the game like that, which is rare. Yeah. But a lot of people are working their ass off, grinding it out each and every day, trying to get to that top. Yeah. And they have fun doing it. Yeah. That's why, say, that's why as you said, it's social aspect and the competitive aspect, both are good. But it really depends on where do you stand with that. Or what, or what you want the most. Yeah. Like, what do you really want the most? You want to win a lot or just have fun and just make memories or whatnot? Yeah, there's a lot of people that just say, I just want to play the game, get things going forward, handle my business. Yeah. I, I'm cool with those people. Yeah. Even when, like, for me, when it comes to here at Flynn's, it's like, I want to get more new people, some new faces into the community. The one thing I always tell them is just avoid Twitter. <laughs> avoid Twitter. <laughs> And you'll be fine. <laughs> I, I got on Twitter, uh, I think it was 2018, 2019, worst mistake of my life. <laughs> you course, you so. know that, uh, that Peter Griffin meme, like, that he's running away from the plane? Worst mistake <laughs> of my life. <laughs> that, that's me right, when I made it, because I, I didn't understand that it was just successful people with just talking <laughs> crap, like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. right. And You're right. I, I got kind of caught off guard until someone told me welcome to Twitter and that's when I started realizing how the people on Twitter were which is odd because like some of these people off Twitter they will be cool mm -hmm. but then on Twitter they'll be just like this they have a different persona yeah this yep. annoying ass so I that's what I was doing by playing making playing fire with fire yeah I was just being that person you know oh my goodness that was the best <laughs> laugh I ever had so it's this, and they this couldn't month, understand that. That's the thing. They couldn't understand that I was just messing around with them, messing with the platform. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Smash players are weird, bro. Smash players they're are a different weird. breed. <laughs> As a guy who's just gone to fighting games, they're a different breed. You know, like, I've been on, on, on Twitter, like, on some threats, different threats and stuff like that. And then one argument that it would shut down, like, a Smash player will be someone that's not a Smash related someone or something just say something like, oh, never mind, he's a Smash player. <laughs> no, I love so the stereotype. It, 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 it kind of has its own connotation. To yeah. It, you know? so, so people outside the game kind of know how the Smash people behave. Yeah. So when they say it's a Smash player, that... that oh my God. Yeah, know. it gets them tilted. Bro, yeah. we've talked about stereotypes. I completely forgot about that. It, it's just like that. It's just that they, they already know how they... Smash player behaves, so they kind of got its own connotation for it. I, I, I thought that was funny when I saw it. it, it that's why when that's why when you go to majors, you see all the SGC people do not go or interact with the Smash crowd, like no, especially the weirdos of the Burger King crowns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just they'll I, be I, like, we'll be over here, y'all can just be over there. We we can coexist in the same building. It's just that, stay in your lane. Yeah, we we just gonna stay in our lane. Y'all stay over there. But you, you guys are part of other communities, right? So yep. Are they as weird or weirder than the Smash? Eh, no, not not at all. Right. Not at all. It's mostly it's like adults, right? Like yeah, already people like grown already people are ready to handle their business and able to have proper human conversation. <laughs> yeah, and so they, don't complain about like small shit. No, I mean you get the few percent, the very minuscule amount. I'll talk about the monitors, the playstations, but that's very like on occasion. Yeah, that's very like 
for that, that's like very, it's very a, rare. It's a niche. Yeah, it's a, it's a niche. A it's niche not, it's not like, commonly known. It's like a niche of douchebag, honestly. <laughs> okay, so it's not. So it's not that FGC in general, then. It will be just like the Smash players being like whiny little kids. Pretty much. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I chose the wrong community, I guess. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. I'll take you hostage for Strive. <laughs> it's just Sephiroth just being in Smash that kind of made it for me, you know? So it's like if it wasn't any other game, I saw that Noctis um, from Final Fantasy 15. It was on Tekken. Yes. And I think he's broken on that on that game. Yes. So maybe I'll try that. But I don't know. Are they still active? Yeah, Tekken's still Tekken's still alive. It's still alive. Yeah, Tekken is still alive. It's been alive since the nineties. Yep. <laughs> it's one of those undying games, along with Street Fighter, then Guilty Gear becoming a newer undi- like dying game. That well, undying game. I'm sorry. I saw also Soul Calibur. Uh, I think it was the game. Don't you one. dare go near Soul Calibur. Yeah, that game's dead. Yeah, it's, it's dead. Yeah, like, dead. I, I, I love Soul Calibur, but it's, it's just... I cried laughing because like, oh, hey, join our community. And I hear there's like eight people. And it's like, oh, that's the community. <laughs> this is after C- I lost O2 and CEO just because I got bored and wanted to join a game. <laughs> I walked... A f- I, I ran away from it. <laughs> so there's no more Soul Calibur? Nah, man. In spirit. You can play casually like the Smash players. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't get Soul Calibur because it's, it's just like... Very. It's it's very niche because it's similar to Tekken, but it's just you're using weapons and or, whatnot. You have a horizontal, vertical, and the combos are less than like two or three hits, and then you have certain like drives, I guess. Yeah, but even with the latest one that they have, which is far superior than that abomination that they call Soul Calibur fucking five, we never talked and about it's five. much better than four. But I'm just like, this is a good one. This is good. Soul Calibur six is really good. It's a whole remake. Literally, like story-wise, yeah, wise. like they did some good, right shit. Because five was ass. It was. Four then was. I remember they had a free-to-play version one of Soul Calibur. That shit was ass. I, I missed four because of Darth Vader and shit. Yeah, you wasn't missing much. All right, well, there, there were some like funny characters. I know that on yeah. two there was Link, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, two there was Link. Yeah. And then the PlayStation version had Spawn. No, Heihachi. Xbox had Spawn. Oh. Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I like the guest characters on games. I kind of like breaking that fork. Yeah, the last one was Geralt from uh, The Witcher. Yeah. Which was cool. No, no, um, Tubi from Near Automata. Oh, Geralt and Tubi. I forgot yeah. about those two. Yeah, two guest characters. That was cool. Yeah, if you do uh, Soul Calibur, at least just do it for character customization online. That shit's funny. <laughs> if you can find people online. It's hard to find people online. Yeah. It's easier to play Smash through Wi-Fi than get characters. I'm hoping with... I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm hoping with Tekken 8, they have some guest characters. And yeah. I, of course, I'm definitely going to be playing Tekken 8. Oh, of course. So for sure, I am too in Street Fighter 6. Yeah. I want to I learn and get smoked on. <laughs> I'm at least honest enough to say I will get smoked most likely. And that's okay. All right. What other topics that we have left, Waluigi? Let's see. We have. Uh, what does gaming mean to you? Yeah. What does gaming mean to you? Well, it's definitely a cool hobby. Uh, it's definitely a cool, inexpensive way to pass time. Like if you're just like playing locally with your friends and all that, it starts getting more expensive when you're accounting for hotels, travel, and all that. But Compared to other hobbies that you kind of either had to put money in for materials and stuff like that, gaming is not really that much. You just kind of buy the stuff once and you're just playing that. So 
it for me it's good it's a good way to pass time yeah um i used to play a lot of video games before but now with the time that i have which is like almost non-existent i just play smash a little bit um it, it's good because uh i could meet some very cool people through gaming mm-hmm. which is something that you know means a lot and you know I, I want to reiterate that it, it kind of saved me from having a bad life. Right. Yeah. Because I was born there in that area. So it was, you know, it was a, I don't know. It's just a, I don't yeah, know how to describe it. I, I understand. I don't know how to describe it. It's just a, an area that it will be like, you could feel the vibes just like being there and you can, you just have to look straight coming back home. So that, because it will be to the point that even making eye contact and just like, extending it or looking someone mean could mean trouble for you yeah so you just have to keep it straight be a, a good boy and just head home so gaming kind of just like then nature took its course and then stuff starting improving and stuff like that and then that wasn't a fear anymore and then but gaming was still there because it helped me so it means a lot you know to to have that in my life well said and then um what kind of moments that like you had to be there to see, like to witness? Uh, for Smash, anything, anything, in, anything, in any general. gaming moment in general, like if you had a friend, a gaming moment, like first attack, anything. I really don't have that much, but I would say uh, one of my favorite moments uh, on Smash will be uh, come to Papa Three. Uh, there was this tournament that was hosted in Orlando. And purple hmm. guy was there, oh, and he was on stream against a Falco. I forgot the tag of the Falco. Um, the Fal- they were game three, and then the Falco was up ahead two stocks. So the Falco taunted, you know the Falco taunt when he throws like the little laser to the yes like, with the feet. So after that, I don't know what came over purple guy that he just like took the stock, and then on the last stock it was uh, he wanted to do a side B, which is like the Phantom. Mm-hmm. to the stage and he read that and he did the Zelda spike and for me that was great because he won and then he just popped off and and all that <laughs> I, I yes yes so i thought that was funny because at the time i didn't know the guy and 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 what it was one of my first tournaments so when i saw that happen i was like this is so fucking cool like because because it happened because it's that's literally the definition of time to get body yeah because it's like, you were doing that to Purple Guy on stream and you got fucked for it. And I thought that was fun. <laughs> I, I was cheering on. That's funny as hell. Oh, I yeah. would say that's the only one on Smash moments that I would say. All right. And um, gaming pet peeves. Like what gaming it? pet peeves that you have? It could be anything like Wi-Fi, people, etc. Orbiters. Like the people that are not playing the game anymore, but somehow are still involved in the community. Yeah. It's like you, yeah. you know, like, but but you're you're still around in a negative way. It's not like you're there in a positive way to foster the community, or like to lead it, or bring new people in, or to bring new people in, or to just to be a positive experience. Orbiters, I like that name because it makes actual sense. I'm doing a whole rotation. <laughs> yes, they're, they're just orbiting around the scene. I like, like that. They're they're not there, and it's just uh, they're they're just still around, I guess, for the drama. And like the people that also another gaming pet peeve, the people that say that they're retired, 
what, what does it mean to be retired? Yeah, that's very subjective. Dull. Because like, well, in, it's like they, it, they're saying as if they worked 30 years, they were 30 years in the scene, and like they Tom just retired Brady. with benefits. Like, <laughs> that's what I think when they say retired. I think they just kind of throw that way, that word around. Yeah. Oh, I'm retired. Oh, it's like, okay. But then you will see them again in tournaments, mm. and then they, they have this thing that it's like, if they do good, they're like, oh, like, I still got it, you know, like. That's sad. I'm if not they, lie. If they lost uh, and they underperform, they will be like, oh, yeah, I just didn't take this. Uh, I just don't take this uh, fun anymore or whatever. I'm just here to hang out with people. So it's like they never lose. Yeah. They, they always have an excuse. It's like, to make it sound like they're winning. Yes. But why Why do you say that you re- retire in the first place? <laughs> That's so depressing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if, if you said you're retired, it just means that you stop playing the game completely. Yeah, like, or you stop competing. When you when you retire from work, you, you retire from work. You yeah, come you come back one day and say, "Hey, let, let me clock in for a bit. Let me just work." Again. Nah, you you you're, you're done. done. You're done. Yeah. You're done. You're like, I wash. I, you know, I wipe my hands with it. I'm done. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. Sayonara. It's time for me to check out. I'm heading off to other ventures. And for most people that watch this and want to know a correct way to say you're taking a break, a hiatus. The hiatus, yeah. Yeah, you can say, you know, you know what, I'm taking a hiatus. Yeah, and we've known a couple of people that take actual hiatus to break from a game. They have to do life things, professional things, so forth, and then come back. Like, hey, I'm back again. That, yeah. That's how you professionally do it instead of, like, saying you're retired and you're, like, our age. Yeah. If you're 30, just re- you can't literally retire. I mean, you can. If you're, like, completely done, like, for me, I could say that when it comes to, like, TCG, because I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot, like, a lot. Like, OG stuff, that's understandable. Yeah, like, from, I would say, age 18 to 24 is when I played Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. Yes, yeah, I retired. Six years makes sense. But yeah, for, six years like makes sense. But for Smash but, Ultimate, that's only been there for how long again? Four years, and well, there, there's people that does like, not that, make sense. That they were they were already retired when it was like on the two year mark. You just you, you don't even have enough time to like uh, accumulate sick days <laughs> from two years. You know what I mean? Yes. So why, literally, why are you saying that you're retired? You you haven't started, basically. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's just a funny word to me. It kind of gets. It is. I'm, I'm glad you said this so I can at least piggyback and, and agree with this. <laughs> yeah, it says, it's just us two, like the orbiters and uh, people that say that they're retired. I will talk about the drones, but that's after. <laughs> <laughs> the drones! <laughs> oh my goodness. And then the last thing is closing remarks. Uh, I'm glad I met the people that I met. Because it makes the game more fun. Uh, I think I will be branching out to out-of-state games, uh, out-of-state competition. I won't be so much in the local scene anymore. I I will be, but I won't be as active as I was during that time period. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to do a lot with work because I'm taking additional work. Um, Besides uh, working where I'm working right now, I'm also... Going, going to be practicing for a behavioral health technician. Good stuff. Which is something that I studied because I graduated from psychology in 2016. Mm-hmm. And from my work, I have a subdivision of it that kind of lets me practice what I studied. 
That's but awesome. As a part time on the evenings, I want to do that um, behavioral health technician, which is kind of like an assistant to like a therapist, a clinician. So they kind of handle like people with um, substance and drug abuse. Right. So they kind of like uh, keep a close tap on them. Like they keep records, they converse with a person. And then those notes, they bring them over to the clinician. And that's what they'll be taking care of. So uh, my time will be, if it was limited now, it's going to be way more limited with that because I, I, it's something that I study, so it's something I want to do. But I still want to be part of like the Smash game, just not in the local level because of those time constraints. But if I could make out-of-state tournaments on any time that I could like plan in advance, then I would do it. Yeah. Um, people need to stop being little bitches. <laughs> they need to stop being sensitive, bro. Like o- o- over on games. <laughs> like how are you gonna get? Tr- how are you gonna beef with someone over games? Like it's know, childish as it is. You know, and in Puerto Rico, like before, if you have beef with someone, you will like settle the beef. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in you know, it will get physical. But the thing is that there was no police involved. There was like no nothing like that. It was just like you, the other person, and a couple other people, and then they will, you will resolve the stuff like that. Yeah, it's not like that here. Handling business here, you could here you could like touch someone like in a way that they don't like, and you could get sued. Yeah, and so it, it kind of makes it hard for like if you have a problem with somebody, you just kind of have to mess with them rather than like get physical or confront them. Yeah, because if you do like the things that you have to lose far away, what you will gain from in, even interacting with that person to begin with. So it's not worth getting into arguments with people, especially over video games. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're so sensitive that trolling or you know just doing that stuff gets to you, then the problem is you, not the person that's doing it. Because the people that's doing it is just trying to egg you trying to provoke but if you fall for it you know nobody to blame but yourself so i don't know um i just wish people were a little bit more um what is it desensitized yeah i mean like just take jokes or at least or just be mature understanding just just be mature because like the people that i can talk to and just joke around and you know calling all sorts of names and they call me names that those are the people I like hanging out with because we know that we don't mean what we're saying. Yeah. Like we, we don't mean it at all. We're not, we're just joking around. We're just messing around. Just, you know, joking around with people. Um, doing that to somebody that, um, has a problem with you either, even if you don't know that that person has a problem with you, it's just unnecessary drama. And I don't like unnecessary drama, yeah. but I like messing no, with nobody people. should like I, I can, like messing with the people, you know, I don't know. like I can say that there are some people that don't pick up well on like social cues or they don't have a lot of um, social experience with people, especially when they interact with um, different kinds of people, because they're so used to the people that they're already having their like in their own little circle. So mm-hmm. they don't go outside that bubble and try to get to know or understand other people that may not be in their circle. And I find that, you know, even at times that's like, 
Yeah, that, that's why you just like, you know, you can't, you know, joke with, you know, certain people or whatnot because yeah. they may take it in a much more different way than you do and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Granted, you're not coming at them with, um, you know, malicious intent or you're not trying to be offensive or whatnot, but it's just the fact that there's just some people that just cannot take that. And me learning that, especially when I know that there are p- players here in South Florida where I have like, what, 10 years, hell, even. 15 like double like let me see i'm 34 divided by two you're looking at 17 so i'm double their age yeah like the average you know i would say smash players like around i would say around 19 like 19 20 21 is like the average the youngest i would say is about 15 so i got years over them whatnot it's just like yeah there's a generational gap and it's just I, like I like that word I constructed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, there is there. It's a generational it gap, really and is. it's just that how you interact with them is not going to be the same way as how you would interact with someone that is like around your age range. Oh my goodness! You're yeah. Right. So me learning that just is like yeah, that's why with certain people I'm gonna keep my distance because yeah, you, you're not up to that level of where I'm at. You yeah, know? it's just, uh, it, you always want to err in the side of cal- caution. Yeah. Because um, these people were brought up in a digital age and a digital world. Yep. So all they know is Twitter, all they know is social media, and all yeah. they know is that. So when it comes to, like, real-life interactions, it, it's just different because yeah. like, you have, like, the difference that are starting to become apparent there. But... The thing is that, and again, just in closing, um, it's just uh, it's just disheartening that you have to explain to people that you're not meaning the shit that you say on social media. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't have to explain that I'm joking because if I do, uh, it loses the joke. Yeah, it it dies out. Yeah, because it's like I don't know, but the people that know me for me, which is like a limited number of people on the community they know that i didn't mean anything bad by it yeah um the people that remain neutral i think they're cool because yeah. like they didn't make any adjustments or just you know stayed away and just chose to ignore ignore me which was the better outcome and the ones that like didn't do that and they wanted to get take their virtue signaling out for a walk they thought that you know I don't know. It's just strange. Yeah, I, I, I even, even me myself, I do find it strange at times or whatnot. But it's like people are not nice a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, they're not nice. Like it, it's a lot of work to be like an asshole, in my opinion. They, they, the thing is that they, they have to keep up with appearances on the social media and online, and all that stuff. But do you really believe that people are always nice? They're not. No, not at really. least you can know that I'm an asshole or I'm a, or I'm a person, but I'm being me. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I think it was what Kurt Cobain that said it. I'd rather be hated for who uh, hated for who I am than to be loved for who I am not. So mm. that sounds like my event. Yeah, so it's like yeah, I agree with that. You, statement. You're, pretend, you're pretending to be someone else on social media, and people love you for it, but they don't know the real you. Yeah. So I would rather just get that out of the way and have people know the real me. Yeah. And the people that don't want to like me, they can not like me, and the people that want to like me, they will like me. Yeah, but I, I'm not losing sleep over the people that don't like me. Ah, I, I feel the same way too. 
I think he's correct. What about the quote? Yeah, it was from Kurt Cobain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right before I, I, he did I, the shotgun thing. I, I feel the same way. Like, right. I, I, I'd rather be me than put than putting up a false image of some of someone that isn't me. And it's just like, nah, because then you're gonna come at me saying that, oh, now you're be, now you're two faced or whatnot because we see the real you. And like, nah, I'd, I'd I'd rather give you, like, the way how I speak in person or on this podcast is gonna be the same way I speak yeah. on social yeah. media. Yeah, just be genuine. Like, it's. It's good for people to be genuine. Like, just be yourself. Like, you don't have to be pretending to be someone that you're not on social media just to get Twitter likes. Because, like, if you can get $1 for every Twitter like that you would get, then I will get on that shit, too. Yeah. I will start, yeah. like, doing that shit. I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I'm getting money to, you know, which is another thing. Like, people are uh, incentivized to be some people that they're not on social media. So, because they have that incentive waiting for them. It's like, oh, people are going to be nice. They're going to be buying my shit. They're going to be donating to my stream. They're going to be doing all these sorts of stuff. Just because I'm putting up with someone that I'm not really me. So, I think that feels exhausting after a time. Yeah. Because yep. it's like, how long can you keep up the mask for? Yeah. Just be yourself. If yourself, if you're yourself and people are attracted to that, then they will like actually like that. Yeah. And you don't have to work that much. Just... Because you're being yourself, like, yeah, it's a lot more work to be someone else or an asshole. Because you have to keep it up. Yeah. And then the one day that you fumble and like you're not doing that anymore is the day that people will say, "Oh, but we told you were this and that, blah blah blah." Oh, yeah. the expectation. And then you just kind of blow up on people, being like, "No, oh, I'm not like this," blah, blah, blah. and then. Yeah. I might have like a different voice if I'm sick or not, but my tone and myself is still the same. Like even for me, I would say that. Yeah, I um I will be professional, you know, with, you know, how I do things and whatnot. Like, yeah, I'm going to be professional. I'm going to handle myself in a professional manner because um professionalism is, you know, very, you know, it was something that was taught to me from one of my mentors or whatnot. And but with that said, I'm still going to be me. Like yep. I can be professional and I can still be me. Bro, you, all you did was ask a question for that thing that started the whole thing. Oh, oh, the cat's out the bag again. No, because <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to make it short. All you did was ask a question, and when other TOs say other stupid shit, they don't catch as much flag. And people say, oh, undergo your dick writing. No, I'm just being honest because it's what I see because I've been in this community long enough to see who's getting some treatment right. and who's not getting some treatment. If I was just some dude that came in last year and started talking about it then my words wouldn't like matter shit because like i just came in last year but i literally was just around the scene and i knew that tos and i knew that some of them were talking shit about other stuff and nothing ever happened to them so where's that where's the fair treatment there so there's none and that's why i kind of don't like this whole it, it, it it's 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 fine like that whole thing that they already forgot about it that's the thing like their their minds are so short term that they that they just moved on to the next thing <laughs> like that thing is that thing is so behind me or whatnot and listen i'm fine being a black sheep i understand i i know i'm the newbie when it comes to you know the south florida smash when i'm the you know the new guy in the block or whatnot i don't know much of the game and you know i don't play competitively or whatnot but you know i run tournaments i do the best that i can and you know going forward 
you know, my focus, my mission is still going to be the same. I'm still going to, you know, find ways to bring more new people into the scene, more new people into the community. I'm still going to do great things in the community. So that's not going to stop me because I've done, I've done, you know, I've done my work. I've done a lot of work and yeah. I still choose to keep doing the work. So I'm not going to be stopped if people don't like me, if people don't follow me or if they decide to block me. That's not going to stop me. Yeah, you you're not gonna stop me because I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. Oh yeah. I realize that the people that always are talking the most shit are the ones that don't follow you. Those are true fans that they go to your page <laughs> and they will talk shit to you when, o- to it. when otherwise they wouldn't. But you know, it's just strange. I think that they're either true fans or they just like drama. It's mostly or- orbiters that do that. It's weird. I, 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 I'm still learning about everything. It's just, it, I just find it weird, but you know, I'm not going to let that define, I'm not going to let that moment define who I am or whatnot, because I'm way much better than that. Oh, and, the, and the people that actually know me, know me, knows where I was, you know, coming at and whatnot. And they know that I had like no malicious intent That's to, the thing, oh, towards it or whatnot, but not at all, they but will make it seem like you did. Literally, I've known this man for three years. I've know I know him well enough. <laughs> well, apparently, Twitter knows him more. That's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's, what, that's what bothers me, bro. Like, this man's the have, one that made me get a, get a Twitter. You, you have people with anime profiles talking to you like they were like your brother. It's like, yeah. why are you talking to this person like you know them? Like, oh, next time you need to like do this better because right, like, no, you're time. a to and you are. <laughs> And you're like a, a figure that it's like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like, where do you come from? It's or, orbiters and it's like, go back to your anime, <laughs> like, bro. Like, oh my god, it, it just makes it annoying to watch. Oh man, wait. Yeah, wait, I mean, I, I was I was annoyed, but then I was just like, I just, I just brushed it off because just like, at the end of the day. I still got to continue with my mission. I still got goals that I still want to do for South Florida. So I'm not going to let that shit stop me. Uh, I'm still mo- I'm still moving forward 100%. Either they like me or not. Because at the end of the day, as I said before, you're going to watch me succeed whether you always. like me or not. And I'm going to leave it on that. And you know we got your back, brother. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. I just realized something. Well, In case the Roaches or anybody else or Orbiters find this, they're going to be like, man, fuck Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that my whole entire life because the real reason I named myself that was because I wanted Waluigi for Smash. And, then I'm, and I was drunk when I made the name. That's funny. So I just kept it because I thought it was funny. But now I've been waiting for this moment this whole entire time. Listen, I also, I also have one more thing to say, and this is a little bit off topic from gaming. Whatnot, cool. But Waluigi, you remember this moment. Of course when, I do. Um, <laughs> during the pandemic when we went to Otaku Fest and whatnot and a bunch of cosplayers tried to cancel me and whatnot. Yes. I'm still here, motherfucker. <laughs> and the, to cancel you? Okay, I can talk yes. about this too. So we did the podcast. People went after him instead of me, and I was kind of pissed off. Like they went after him on Instagram strictly and then Twitter. For what? Because we showed up to Otaku Fest. That's we showed up at Otaku Fest during the pandemic. Nationally, one. everybody was after him, and me. I only got one person, but I I shoot him off. Granted. We were wearing masks. We had people spaced out and whatnot, and we did the podcast episode at Otaku Fest. It was it was a good one too. Yeah. At that, yeah. And then when we put it up on social media, and whatnot, a whole bunch of fucking cosplayers coming after me, trying to get me I don't canceled. Know why and shit. You know why? Because they were virtue signalers 
that we're trying to <laughs> yes the, what they're trying to do is that they're trying to use you as an example of their moral superiority i, I can't forget like you're like so you're always catching the the shit from people but in reality it's just like they were i'm like i'm still here I'm Bro, like, yo, I'm someone still made a blacklist of random cosplayers and included him on that too i'm like, like why <laughs> and they're from tallahassee <laughs> It was people from out of state. It's like stay in your state. Yeah, like mind your business. They're, God, that was in 2021. I forgot about they're take, that. They're taking their virtual signaling for a walk, and you can see it because after it happens, I, I put in a song for them. Uh, it's like the rise of the Valkyries. Uh, once that once that happens, that like you get someone that like comments, you will see like 10 people commenting. I can't forget about that. Literally, someone went on my page is like, "Oh, you must be proud of doing this." I'm like, "Yeah, you can check out the podcast on YouTube." YouTube. It's like, man, are you really ashamed? I'm like, not really, but uh, you can check it. You can check us and out what on YouTube. what I did, what I did was that when they were coming after me, I started trolling them. Yeah, that's what I. You started, I started trolling. trolling them to the point where now they blocked me. It was like I win. Yeah. Because it's like if I, because here's the thing, I don't block people, I, I but if you block me, I win. I, I block people because I think that they're too annoying to like just. I blocked mostly spam. That's it. I I, yeah, I, I block spam and. Other people accounts, I just I, I mute them. Let me see if I can I, find I it. I blocked them because I don't want to see my them my, see my content. <laughs> no, you want them to see your content? When I was like, yeah, you gonna watch me? You gonna watch me? You know, achieve success said, and greatness. I say I said the other day, nice weather we're having, and nobody said anything. But if I say some shit about some other stuff, they will be like trying to like go after me. I will be making response videos. So it's like, come on. They're only there for the negative thing, but they, they're not going to be there for the positive things. Gosh darn yeah. it. The person who ever made those comments deleted the post. I'm sad. Yeah. I think I have screenshots somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like I, I don't let the negativity get to me or whatnot because I'm so like goal oriented, goal focused, and I'm just all about just, you know, keep moving forward and just not like don't pay attention to stuff because there are people out there that do appreciate what you know what i try to do and what i try to bring and whatnot they were a little bit more vocal so that they could drown out the negative people because right exactly now, right yeah. now the negative people are having the stage even though like and that confuses the kids yeah it's just like okay so being negative is the thing but if you have positive people like constantly giving positive reviews and constantly lifting people up yeah then that will like make a difference because then they will see that people are always being negative as who they are negative yeah like you know look at them and see what they've been doing because they're the only ones talking negative or whatnot while there are people who are you know trying their hardest trying their best to make things happen yeah with you know what the limited resources that they you know have even here at flynn's where i can tell i can count on my one hand people who've come up to me about you know wanting to try you know new things or new ideas or whatnot and i don't want to out them because they know who they are but i can count on just one hand and it's none and out of those five people none of them don't complain or have any negative things because they at least understand that when they come to me whether it's you know in public or privately and you know they want to see if we could try to make things happen here at Flynn's or like you know any like any, you know like a special event for um, Smash. I'll let them know. Sure, it'll be like the reason why we can't have this is because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be real and upfront with you. Like I'm gonna let you know why is it like that instead of just speculating. Because the people that say that oh, I went to him for this or that or I complained about this, I'm like oh, you, I, I've never talked to you. 
I've never deleted none of my DMs, so nah. And just to close, just uh, whenever you see someone that's just being negative about everything, just say, do do I want that person's life? Do I want to wake up every day just being negative for no reason? Just put negativity out in the world. Do I really want that person's life? And if your answer is no, then you already know that you don't want to deal with that person. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to have that person near yeah. you because it's just going to drain your energy. There's so many people that can drain your energy just by being negative. That It's just like that. the mere sight of them is just enough to like make you moody. Yeah, that's why for me it's just I'm not gonna cater to I'm not gonna cater to the negativity or the people that's like they've been here for a while, and you know something's not something is not up to par what they're you know currently used to or whatnot because I don't know if they if they notice or whatnot but every venue is different yeah like every venue is different every to that runs each of these venues is different and some of us have our limits there are certain things that i can do there are certain things that i can't do granted yes i have you know created freedom here at flint but there are things that i can't do because i just can't and i even let them know like if the person asking me for like special events or special things like there's a, this is the reason why we can't have it i'm gonna be upfront with you i'm gonna be honest with you so Cut your T.O. some slack, y'all. Just cut them some slack. Appreciate what's there. Because y'all remember before the pandemic. The outdoor days. <laughs> no, no. We didn't have a... Flint didn't exist before the pandemic. Oh, I mean, it did, but it was still... It was new. Oh, shoot. You're right. My bad, so my bad. you have to think about it like this. Do you want more venues to go away? Because if you don't want more venues to go away, because what? Uh, this year we lost Deck. Yeah. And DGK, he moved up to um, CFL, so no more Wolfpack. Do you guys want more locals to go away? If you don't want more locals to go away to, so that way it doesn't kill the scene, then appreciate what's there. Yeah. Support what's already currently there, so that way it keeps it alive and thriving for more years to come later down the line. That's all. I just think the Smash community will kill the Smash community. I, 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 feel, I feel that. Yep. Iron it, strikes iron. It's just gonna be like an Ouroboros, you know, the snake that eats itself. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be like that. It's just the main issue is gonna be drama. There's always gonna be drama. Yeah. That's just my pessimistic view about it. My optimistic view will be that people that are in the community and don't want to deal with the drama and want to improve on themselves will make it to like great lengths to like improve their game and improve their results. That's the optimistic side of it. Right. Pessimistic. I'm not. I don't have much expectation for it. But you know, it is what it is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Well, this is. Well, we're gonna go ahead and conclude episode 65 of the South Florida Gamer Podcast. I believe we said enough on tonight's episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> under God. Thank you so much for being a guest on this episode. I know we had you before, um, like months prior, but wanted to get you on for a solo episode, get to know you, have the people to get to know you or whatnot, hear your side of things, and, you know, just moving forward. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Hopefully we have you again for another one with a group, hopefully. So, yeah. 
I just hope they clip me so that they can actually watch the whole <laughs> oh, thing. <they're> going. <laughs> they'll, 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 like I, I purposely said some some shit there like during the thing, oh, so, so that they could clip, so they could clip it, and then they will need to watch the whole. That's thing. a lot of effort. Yes. Let's see if it works. Oh my goodness. They're gonna Andrew Tate him. That's what he, they're gonna do. Oh god, they're gonna catch me too. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> oh well, this has been a lot of fun. Glad to have another Puerto Rican brother here. <laughs> I care. Yeah, Alrighty. other than that, we look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Be safe. Have a good night. The hurricane is coming up for those who aren't watching yet. Be safe. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, y'all. We're signing off. Episode 65. Y'all have a good one. Peace. God damn it. I really.